0: Amen
1: This morning we're going to talk about an important subject That concerns all of us And it is The title is Your Debt of Gratitude and Honor Hallelujah Amen Your Debt D-E-B-T Your Debt of Gratitude and Honor Amen Hallelujah Okay Anopei Ababe Kasa Afa Asema niti ka okay. a aye eniso eniso ka Hallelujah. Amen. Your debt of gratitude and honor, both to God and to men, or human beings. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, as you are here this morning. You may not realize
0: that you are in debt. Because
1: you don't think you've gone to borrow any money. You've not borrowed anybody's shoes. But God's word shows us that you are in debt. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you are in debt, you need to know so that you can pay it off. Because a debt is not a good thing to keep going for a long period. Do you, you agree that that's a that <laughs> debt is not something that you should just leave how it should just be there for a long time? Because debts tend to attract interest. Sanse and they can grow to be much bigger than the original. So if you and I are in debt, we want to know so we can pay the debt off. Because you see, when you are in debt for a long time and you are not paying it off, there's something called debt collector. my say, a there are people whose work is just to go and collect things that people owe other people. So usually if you owe a business and you are not paying, they will send a debt collector to come after you and they have their own ways of collecting the money or whatever it is Hallelujah. the one who owes you may not be able to do that to you but the debt collector they have their own they, know, they understand their business very well So, you don't want to fall into the hands of a debt collector. Somebody is asking, We are in church, why are you talking about debt? The Bible says that you owe a debt of gratitude to God and to certain people. You owe a debt of gratitude to God and to certain people. And so, uh, we want to talk about that this morning. Because you may not be aware. And if you are not aware, you need to know. Because debts are best managed. They must be managed well.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Amen. So that they don't overwhelm
0: you.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: So, we want to begin to understand what is it at all that we owe. Hallelujah. Amen. So, number one, you and I owe a debt of gratitude and honor to God and those that God has used to bring us to where we are today Hallelujah. Amen. we owe a debt of gratitude to God and those that God has worked through or used to make you who you are today. Did everybody get that or should I repeat it? We owe a debt of gratitude to God and to the people that God has used to bring you and I to where we are today.
0: Praise
1: the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's read a few scriptures to see what we are talking about. Let's go first to Romans chapter 15 and let's read verses 26 and 27. Romans chapter 15, not chapter 16, chapter 15 verses 26 and 27. Apostle Paul writing says, For it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints with are at Jerusalem. It says that there were believers in Jerusalem who were poor. And Apostle Paul was saying that the The believers in Macedonia and Achaia had um, found it a good thing to collect an offering and send it to the poor believers in Jerusalem. Let's please go to verse 27. No, that's the wrong verse. Chapter 15... Verse twenty-seven. It says that it has pleased them verily or truly, and they are debtors. They are. Hallelujah. Amen. For if the Gentiles, okay, let first. Let me. Let me. Let me take the first part. Please. It says, for they are debtors. They are. It says that although the people in Macedonia and Achaia have decided on their own to collect this offering and send it to the Jews. In Jerusalem, and they actually may think that they are they are very good people and they are they are trying to help the people in Jerusalem. The Bible says actually the truth is that they owe the people in Jerusalem. So this this thing that they say they think is a gift is actually a debt repayment. Hallelujah. That's yeah. what the Apostle Paul is explaining that. Although they think that although it has pleased them truly to send this, although they think that out of the goodness of their heart they are sending this to them to help them out, actually. They are actually paying back a debt that they owe them. Is, is that in your Bible, or is it only in mine? Is it in your Bible? Hallelujah. Amen. And then he begins to explain why he's saying that. Now, shall see or cancer. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, for if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. A sister, sir, i the people in Macedonia and Achaia are Gentiles. That means they were not from Israel. Alright. But the Apostle Paul says that but now they have heard about Jesus and they have been saved. And he's explained that the only reason that they could hear about Jesus was because the Jewish people had a covenant with God which allowed Jesus to come and die for us. As Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
1: Jesus could die for us because there was a group of people who had a covenant with God in the earth and Jesus could come and be born as one of them and die for us. If it wasn't for the Jewish people, Jesus could not have come. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are we who are not from Israel, we have benefited from something that was for them, and it's like we are getting the spillover. So the Apostle Paul is explaining that the, the Gentiles in Macedonia and Achaia have received a spiritual blessing which they only got because of the Jewish people. And he says that because they received the spiritual blessing, they all the people in Jerusalem, who are the Jews? I say, the Jews, the Jews. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding now? Okay, I say. You see, every time you meet a Jew, even if there are many Jews who don't even believe in God, but every time you meet a Jew, give them honor. If you ever become, if you ever get into government in this nation, make sure you, 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 you take a stand for Israel and not against Israel a few years ago our government voted against israel the united nations it's not a blessing if any of us ever gets into a position of leadership in this country where we have to take a decision and there's a jew or there's israel involved Never take a decision against the Jew or against the nation of Israel. Because your covenant with God is still in force. And what God said was that anybody who fights you, I'll fight them. That is why six nations in 19... Is it 1967? Six countries rose up against Israel. Israel had just re, been reborn as a nation, and six nations—it's called the Six-Day War. Six nations rose up without any warning against Israel, and in six days, Israel, with no army, conquered them. Anything that is—it's it's, it's, it's like physically impossible. Israel, Hallelujah. Amen. I read about one of the soldiers who fought in that, one of the enemies. He so said that they were on the desert and they saw balls of fire just coming at them. They don't know where the balls of fire were coming from. Just through the air, not coming coming from Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Because God still fights for them. That's why they are surrounded by people who hate them. But they have never been, they have not been able to abduce them. So, the Apostle Paul is saying that because of Israel, or because of the Jews, that is how we the Gentiles we have been saved. And therefore, he says, we owe them something. So he says that when the people of Macedonia and Achaia collected this offering and they thought that they were going to do good, they were actually paying a debt that they owed that they didn't like. And he says that if you have partaken of their spiritual blessing, then you have a responsibility to also pay them back with what? Physical things. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. So here we are see an example of people who were in debt and they probably didn't even realize they were in debt. So they heard that the Jews in Jerusalem were suffering. you one day we'll talk about why the Jews in Jerusalem were so poor, but today we won't talk about Hallelujah. Amen. But it's a very important thing we have to understand. One of these things, God, when talk about it. Amen. Now, let's please go to uh, Philemon, chapter 1. So, Philemon was somebody that Paul had led to Christ. Philemon, you'll be a follower, Oh, you're Hallelujah, Amen. And uh, he had a slave or a servant. Na And the servant ran away. Na e And met Paul. You know, Paul ran to Paul somewhere. Na a Paul And Paul led him to Christ. Na Paul emanihu Christu. And Paul said, "You have to go back to your master." Now Paul looked at him and so "I saw you And he says, "Hey, those days if you run away and they catch you, they'll just kill you." Some of them know who ran through you ran, and Amen. So this guy was probably afraid to go and, back. And he says, "Abante na ustoso abasangko." But his spiritual father, he says, you go back. Then so no jaka So Paul wrote a letter. And the Paulo troa krata. And send it to Philemon. <inaudible> and say that, I'm sending your servant back. With this letter. <inaudible> Let's read from verse 17. It says, If thou count me therefore a partner, receive him as myself. Paul is saying, If you consider me, me Paul, if you Philemon consider me Paul, to be your partner in this gospel, then receive this slave as if he was me as if he as if he are receiving me verse 18 if he has wronged thee or owes thee ought put that on my account and said if there's anything he has done against you or he has spot something or when he ran away he took your money or he took your horse or whatever it was he said charge it to me for my account Verse 19 I Paul have written it with my own hand I will repay it And then he continued Albeit I do not say to thee How thou owest unto me Even thine own self besides Hallelujah. Amen. Paul says that if the servant owes you anything, I'll pay. And then he he calls on and says that by you yourself, Philemon, I'm not I'm not mentioning. No, I'm just I'm not mentioning that you yourself, your own life, you owe it to me. Now, say, you announce me Philemon, what Paul is saying. He said, I'll pay the debt, to, but when I come in, I'll say, you? if it was not for me, you'll not be
0: alive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I that. Oh, okay. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. He
1: said, I'll be it. He said, I, I didn't want to say it, but you are forcing me to say that you yourself, you owe me your very life. You, you owe me your life. So, if you like, come and tell me that he has all stolen your ghost, so I should pay and you will see. Hallelujah. He didn't Amen. add up when I added it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Paul is saying that because of his ministry to Philemon, that through him, his ministry, Philemon got saved. Said, Your very life you owe to me. Hallelujah. Amen. What is it he said, you are in debt to me? So, Hallelujah. You are in debt to me. Hallelujah. Amen. You are in debt to me and that debt you have to me is greater than any debt that this servant has. So, Hallelujah. Amen. So we are sick see, we, we've seen from these two examples that there are situations in life that you owe certain people. And it is pride to say that as for you, you don't owe anybody. You have you have arrived where you are by yourself and you don't owe anything to anybody. It's
0: pride. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: So we see from the two examples we've looked at yeah. that in each case, people received some spiritual benefit, yeah. or they received life-giving. Benefit. Hallelujah. They received something that gave them life.
0: Hallelujah. Amen.
1: They received something that gave them life. So, what that tells us is that those through whom God gives you life, you owe them something. Hallelujah. Amen. And the first one. Is your parents or guardians hallelujah the first one is your parents or guardians maybe you are not raised by your biological parents but somebody else took you and raised you up that person has preserved your life that's why you are here today hallelujah you see, the person may even have been mistreating you, but they didn't kill you. And because you were under their roof, you made it. The son said, Because somebody was on the road, live on the street and didn't make it. But you were in the house of somebody, I mean, the person was mistreating you, but at least you were in the house you are the place you can run to praise the Lord hallelujah so your father, your mother, your guardians are the first group that you must see that you owe them because through them you have been given life hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. So in Ephesians chapter six, verse two and three it says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Honor your father and mother. Said, say, hallelujah. We said we owe a debt of what? Gratitude and honor. I say, a car, any, so, any, any, hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at this a bit more. So how 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 do you honor how do you honor your father, your mother, your guardians? Hallelujah. Amen. You see, there is a certain. They must have a special place in your life. Hallelujah. You must have a. They must have a special place in your life. When they speak, it should not be like when anybody else speaks. Hallelujah. Amen. When you are under their roof, you must obey them. So. Hallelujah. If you feel you are too old to obey your father and mother, move out from under their roof. So so and she Because so long as they have responsibility for you, the authority is
0: enforced.
1: Because God gives authority because of responsibility. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you feel that they shouldn't be telling you what to do, please graduate. And it is officer. Amen. Don't be eating their food, sleeping under their roof, using their electricity, and be telling them that you are, oh, they should let you live your life. Hallelujah. Even when you have come out from under their roof, there is still a way you must relate to them when they speak into your life. Hallelujah. You must listen when they speak. And if you don't agree with them, you must express your disagreement respectfully. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: You are not permitted
1: to talk to them anyhow. God does not permit you. If you do that, you will face consequences. So yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. When they speak to you, they must have the assurance that you have actually listened and considered what they are saying. So no, kasa. So mnyanya reche musa ampa What you say? say What, do you say? What? Not that you dismiss them as if they don't have anything to say. Anything important to say? You may think it through and not agree with them. But at least you must show them that they have something valuable to say. So you must consider it. And if you disagree, well, you disagree and you will face the consequences of your own decisions. Hallelujah. But at least give them the respect that you have thought through what they said. Because when they speak, you consider that when they speak, they speak with them. So, this
0: Hallelujah. Amen.
1: The second thing about honoring uh, for our parents is that you must support them with your resources. <laughs> That's not what I said. Yeah, that's what, that's what I will say That's Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. You must support them with your resources. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not an African thing. And It is a Bible thing. Let's go to Mark chapter seven. From verse 9. Jesus was castigating or rebuking the Pharisees, the le- religious leaders in Israel. And he's saying that they had made their own rules, and in their rules were preventing people from obeying God. And specifically, one issue that Jesus had a problem with was how the people treated their fathers and mothers. So So let's read from verse 9. And he said unto them, Full well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, And whoever curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is coban, that is to say a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And you suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. Jesus is saying that Moses said, "Honor your father and mother." Yes, Moses can say, "The wejadi." That's the law. Hallelujah. See, but you people are saying that. say, "Anybody can get up and say." So, can say to his father or mother. The money I would have given to you. I've pledged it to God and because I've given it to God I can't take it and give it to you because now it's for for God and they said that once you do that you don't have to look out your father and mother anymore that's what the Pharisees were teaching and Jesus said that this is your rule that you have introduced. This is your teaching that you are doing. You are making it such that people cannot obey God's instruction to honor their father and mother. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says that. You have made the word of God of no effect because of your tradition. But what I want us to see here is that Jesus is pointing out that one of the ways to honor your father and mother is to what? Support them financially, materially. say, uh-huh. Ode, ode, ode bema, anase, abuwa, Hallelujah. Amen. So God sees that when you support your parents you are honoring them. Now, nangupo, unhuse, se, ode abuwa, ode ema, Hallelujah. Amen. When you give to them, you are honoring them. Because when you give to them, what you are saying is that I am acknowledging that I am who I am because of you. And therefore, I must return something to you. That's what you are saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: So what, is, what he's also saying is that don't fail to 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 support your parents because you have made a pledge in church. Amen. You a a Hallelujah. Honor your parents and pay your pledge. Hallelujah. Does that does, does that does that make sense? Hallelujah. This is Jesus teaching. We yes in tretre. All right? So let's continue. The second group that you owe or we owe a debt of gratitude to is your pastor or the one who raised you in the Lord. Hallelujah. E kwa tosimi unu, a ese de enide en ma omo ni se. O sofo anaa ni a otiti o. We already mo. Hallelujah. Amen. Your pastor or the one who raised you up in the Lord. O sofo anaa ni otiti o oradi mo. We already read in Romans 15:27 that when somebody has invested spiritual things in you you owe the person so be hallelujah whether you like it or not you owe the person so so it's important that you will become aware hallelujah amen because those who have raised you up spiritually, they have given you their spiritual things, and therefore God says that you must also respond with your, your material things. It stands, your material um, um, things. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's jump to First Corinthians chapter 9. Verses nine to eleven. 1 Corinthians chapter nine verses nine to eleven. It says that for it is written in the law of Moses, thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Does God take care for oxen? All right. You see, the law of Moses said that when you are using your cow, to remove the grain from your harvest. To do a grow. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah! Yeah. All right. So you are using your cow to help you to get the grain from your harvest. So ma. God made a law. don't tie the cow's mouth. Alright, don't tie the cow's mouth. Right. When you do that, you are being wicked. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, and then, Apostle Paul asked. Is it because God is an animal rights activist? Now, Apostle Paul, said, Hallelujah. Amen. Is it, is it because God is so concerned about cows? said, Hallelujah. Let's go to the next verse. Or is he saying it because of us? Hallelujah. He says, Or say altogether for our sakes. For our sakes no doubt. He said, It is because of us, it's not because of the cow. He said, There is a principle God wants you to learn from the cow. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, what this principle is telling you is that when you go and eat at the restaurant, give the waiter a tip. That's, a, that's the same principle. If you go eat at a restaurant and you get up that wait and do quiet, you have missed something. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. When you go to market and your car, you see that today, you yourself, one man up break, add some more money to her. Money. That's the same principle. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, "For a no doubt, is this this is written, that he that ploughs should plough in hope, and that he that threshes in hope should be partaker of his hope." Hallelujah. Amen. He says that. Let me just break it down very very simply. He said that the reason is so that eh, as pastor has been praying for you, teaching you all these years. But see, it's... when you joined the church, your business was not at the level it, it was at today, was it? It was not. Yes. All right, who else? Who else can I pick on? Where, where are they? other businesses? Where are they? Why are you hiding? Uh-huh, you two. Huh? Is that Irene? Yes. Huh? Who else? Uh, yes. When you joined the church, was your business where it is today? You didn't even have a business then. I think you were an apprentice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's saying that as pastor is preaching He's sweating. Look at the coat. See? He'll be standing here and he'll be preaching. Sweating. There's no air condition here. You understand? He said that he should have hope. That one day when you make it, eh, he will benefit from you. Hallelujah. Amen. But you don't have to wait until you become a millionaire because Jesus said, if you don't do the small one, you will not do the big one. So if today is 10 cities you can give him and you don't give it, know that when you have 1 million, you won't give it to him. So if today is 10 cities you can give him and you don't give it, know that when you have 1 million, you won't give it to him. Hallelujah. He says that he must work in hope that as he's putting into your life and God is blessing you, that he will also begin to benefit. That's why he left his job to come and what? Teach you and me. Hallelujah. That when you finish school and you begin to work, that he will also begin to benefit. So we finish school, so that's what you 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 can take him for granted because he's your uncle. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Soon you finish school and you you will get a good job.
0: So we finish school now.
1: you Amen. Yes. And let Pastor see that all these years. You joined the church, you were like uh, you were hey, uh, you have changed. Oh. When you join the church, he was like Joshua, Pastor Peter's son, oh maybe a little bigger than that. Okay, now look at you, you are you're taller than me. Oh at least your clothes are bigger than mine. Yes. If you punch me, I'll fall down. Okay? So, all the investment in you over all these years, God is saying that pastors should have a hope that one day, not that you you get and then you stay, you have stopped church.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Amen. You see, whether you like what I'm teaching or not, I'm just teaching on the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just teaching from the Bible. I have not added anything. Did you see the hope there? It's written. He said he should plow in hope. Hallelujah. He said he should have hope. He should have hope. This is how you must think. When you're making plans for your life, you must also include in those plans your plans for your pastor. Otherwise, you will not get the full blessing of God on your plans. Because a critical part of the plan is missing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, as you are planning for yourself, you want to build a house, you want to do this, you want to have five children, you want to all. As you are planning all those things, be planning. What can I do for my pastor this year? What can I do for him next year? And every year it should be increasing. Don't be doing the same thing over and over again, as if God has not added to you. Because as you are there, God has added to you. Your business hasn't increased. So your problem brother, share. me, perceive me. Just si wo- say, see dying." Me, be you know, es- I do, I Hey, hey, hey!
0: Uh,
1: don't you agree with what, the, what what the Bible is saying? Yes. he said you have hope don't let his hope die hallelujah Amen. this year pastor is turning 60 those of you who don't know every age with a zero is
0: a special one hallelujah every age with a
1: zero at the end is a special one it yes what are you going to do for him at 60 years? Maybe you, are, you have not thought about it. Maybe you didn't even know. I, you, you don't have an excuse. Even though we didn't come to church, the message we put on the platform, you will know. October, November, December, you have our three months. Prepare yourself. If you say you have, even if you are unemployed, even if you don't have a job, plan to buy him one chicken. Even if you don't have a job. So near of you who are working, don't think of chicken. Yeah, 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 I say buying one chicken, don't go and buy Brazilian frozen chicken. That's not what I'm talking about. Chicken that can fly. That's the one I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Strong one. One time I bought chicken for somebody. Madina, I went to give it to him by the time I got the chicken had died in the car. Don't go and buy those kind of chicken. Buy the strong one. In case Pastor desires he won't chew the chicken today, it should not be that tomorrow morning when you got the chicken is dead. Was, yes. Because if everybody brings him a chicken, he won't be able to chew how many chicken I chew in one day so be at i, I said, said that chicken is of those who are not unemployed Because what did you say? there's no sign there's no sign on you that you are suffering uh, don't you agree what i'm saying wonder yes and you say uh, don't you agree what i'm saying yes if you are a student don't say that you are a student join other students and make contribution you see if you don't do the little you can today when so you have more the reason why some of us we pay a tight is less because when we were in secondary school we were tightened on our pocket money making sacrificial offering when I was a teenager hallelujah so you start when you are young. The shall say about forty years old. and you And frankly, you don't have to wait till his birthday. You must show him that the hope is alive today. And, and tomorrow, and, and next week. Now that? say, the Hallelujah. Amen. You, you understand what I'm
0: saying?
1: Yes. That's the principle.
0: You see.
1: <laughs> when you are an unbeliever. You, you are governed by different laws. When you come into the kingdom of God, you are also governed by different set of laws. So don't come into the kingdom of God, and then you want to live like an unbeliever. Unbeliever doesn't have any pastor teaching him every Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. doesn't have any pastor to call him. Some of some of some call in the night. Them, them, me in the night. Be best
0: friend.
1: Oh. There was one gentleman we we'll be calling him in the night that he's having mental problem, and I pray for him that thing will stop. Be a friend, he's and called Nacho. me twice. He, says he has stopped calling. I think the problem. The last I think I drove the demon away, so it hasn't come back. Mm-hmm. That's he be calling me every time around eleven o'clock is when he calls me. As my my <laughs> you see? If you don't believe, who will he call? You you who, 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 who will he call? So you didn't have
0: Hallelujah. Amen.
1: So you are under a different set of laws and principles. So as, as, as we are learning about the word of God, don't sit here and be thinking that oh and my friend who doesn't go to church, He doesn't have to do this and it's okay. Okay, if you want to be like him. You want to be like him. You know where he's headed. Let us understand that we are in under different set of rules. Once you come into the kingdom, certain laws kick into effect. Hallelujah. Once you have received the spiritual benefit, the law is working. You see, the person who led you to Christ, you, you, you have a special obligation towards that person. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you see, you don't look at Pastor and say, Oh, does he need or doesn't he need? It is not based on need, it is based on you, what you owe. Hallelujah. Amen. Because some of us, sometimes our problem is that we think that our Pastor is okay. We are right that we have problem. How uh, uh, okay. uh-huh. As already as in the cam, why so easy? I'll be so when you, Juma, a copies that car never banned. Shall see with a a toy, also Wetoka. And yet, video dams can be Hallelujah. Amen. So it is not because of need. Then you hear. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not because of need. Then you hear. It is because you owe. Sir, what the neka? Let's look at this. Uh, Romans chapter four, verse four. He says, "Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace." He says that when somebody has worked what you must give, it is not a favor you are doing him. It is not a favor you are doing him. It is because you owe. Hallelujah. Amen. Has he
0: worked?
1: As you sit here, can you say that Pastor has not added anything to your life. If you can say that, then what I'm saying doesn't apply to you. But if you can't open your mouth and say that, then what I'm saying that applies to you. So he said, it is not of great, it is not a favor you do him if you feel like it. <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen. It's not a favor. We show to not show Watch out! Watch out! Watch Now, you're a teenager, and I mean. May God bless that thought. But start with the chicken. You haven't bought. a confirmed before him before. You are taking up a car. <laughs> uh, so it's good. You pray that God, bless me, so I buy a car for my pastor. One day, pastor have so many cars that he doesn't know what to do with them. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he, he can start dashing into other pastors who go to villages and so on. Okay, you take this one and use it. Or take this one and use it. Take this one and use it. Hallelujah. Amen. It says that to him that works, the reward is not reckoned of grace. Grace means favor. It is not a question of favor. You are not doing favor. He <inaudible> said it is of debt. <inaudible> Hallelujah. You see, Amen. today, pastor was going to preach, but he's not feeling well. That's why I had a chance. Hallelujah. So, I'm not happy that he's not feeling well. But I'm happy that I can preach this message now.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Amen. Do you understand?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: my, uh, it's my like, one chance. So Se- I have to give it to you. Uh, uh, when the chance may not come again for a long time. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's the time, please? What's the time? Mm. What's the time? Are we out of time? What's the, what's the time? 10.40? Oh, 14. Okay. So oh, I'm, I'm I'm on my first point oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm becoming like Pastor Peter. <laughs> <laughs> like if I preach one, I say he hasn't done the first point yet. Hey. <laughs> I'm on point number one. God help me. Mm-hmm. Ah, if that's where we reach, then it's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You see, don't think that you must give to your pastor. When you look at him and you see that he needs something. You understand? It is because you owe something to him. So, at every opportunity, you might be looking, what else can I do to add to my pastor's life? Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever it is that you can do.
0: Whatever it is that you can do.
1: It's just that you must make sure that there is a regular flow from you to him, because there is a regular flow from him to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, regular flow. If you like, you can ask Pastor Peter when, our Pastor prays for church members' name, he will mention one person at a time. Not You don't know that the doctor decided that almost an accident was pastors prayer that City, you don't know. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it is not because you are showing him a favor. Now, you see. Don't look, at, don't look at what you have and say that is too small because God always assesses you based on what he has given you. So when God knows that what he has given you is little, He's not asking you to give more than what he has given you. But he, he expects you to give in proportion to what he has given you. So when he has given you more, you must also increase your contribution. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So God doesn't have the same expectation of everybody here in regards to what, how you can be a blessing to pastor. He doesn't the because he has given everybody different
0: amounts.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So what you have give. <sighs> and don't say you are waiting. You see? Let's read a certain scripture to show you that you shouldn't push it off until the end. Second yep. Timothy 2 verse 6. Second Timothy 2 verse 6, and I think we'll, we'll end it here because the other points we'll, we'll deal with them another time. It says the husbandman that is the farmer that laboreth must be the first partaker of the fruit.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. So
1: it's saying that as pastor is praying for you. Preaching to you, advising you, counseling you, helping your marriage right to not break up, and all those things. All right? Casting demons out. He Source. said that he should be the first particular. It means that when you, you, you gain an, a new blessing, increase, whether increase salary, new contract, whatever it is, he said he should be the first. It means before you lick your hands you must take his own out first and no hallelujah you understand Amen. when you get your first job you know what you are supposed to do your first salary hallelujah you Amen. know and then when you have given then, who should you consider next? Your father and mother. So you yeah, you are in the queue, you are behind. You understand? Uh-huh. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: This week I was talking to a young manager. He said that he had received a salary increase. And told me that he was sending it to pastor. Now, I am going to was <laughs> sending it to pastor. I hope, he, I hope he didn't forget. I'm not seeing him here. I hope he didn't forget. I have to remind him that. Have you sent it? Mm-hmm.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this means that what, Don't push his own to the end. Don't serve yourself. Serve your wife. Serve your children. Serve whatever else. And then after everything is finished, you give me the leftovers. No. Bible said he must be the first. be the first hallelujah amen let's rise to our feet nice. time to close and uh, let's begin to talk to God if you realize that you have not been uh, faithful in this matter just uh, uh, ask the Lord to forgive you first and then to Help you to live it out. What you have heard. To live it out. To be faithful to the word that you have received. So Pray this morning.
0: Because
1: God is gracious. Talk to the Lord this morning. what I want to do. You see, as, as I'm speaking to you, it's not just information I'm giving you. Those an Because what I'm telling you, I'm telling you things that I do. So the spirit to do that. Is in me, hallelujah. And as you listen, if you believe, God will transfer some of that spirit to you so that you can do the same thing. To pray this morning, the Lord, that's the word I have heard become a part of me. Become a part of me. And let the spirit of this word enter deep into me. Permeate my entire being. Even the cells of my body. Let the spirit of this word consume me that I may take hold of your truth and become the word that has been delivered to me. That the word will be manifested in me. But the Bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. So Lord, I believe that when your word is manifested in me glory will also follow glory will also follow so let your word that I have heard today o God, be manifested in me that we may behold your glory in the midst of your people yes Lord thank you Lord to you be all the glory and to you be the praise to you be the honor O God in the name of Jesus, if you are here today and you don't know the Lord Jesus, so, Jesus Christ, you are not born again, or so you, don't, you don't know what it means to be born again, please, please just here. walk out here and join me so, here now, at the front so that we can show you God's gift of eternal life, and now you may receive it. If you are not born again, or you don't know what it means to be born again. Now please walk confidently to me here at the front. For today is the day of salvation. Today is a day of deliverance. May you not take your sin home with you. May you yield to the Lord that He may save you today. For God is merciful. And today He will show you mercy. Father, we thank you for your word May your word abide in us. May your word find in us a place of welcome. May your word remain in us, O God, and affect our entire being in the name of Jesus. May your word produce transformation in our lives
0: in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.